0: old dogs and welcome to fun facts friday this is our once a week only on friday show where we have special episodes not featuring guests where i will share tricks tips terminology and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success today's topic is knowing your numbers But before I get started, hey, I'd just like to touch base with you guys. I hope you guys are doing all right. Um, Crazy times, man. Snow all over the place and uh, just a a lot of weather things going on and and a lot of the crazy stuff, but hey, hope you're doing well and uh, hope you're, you're moving forward here, man. Prices are still going up in some areas, but we are seeing some areas where prices are going down. So uh, keep your eyes out. There are some deals to be had and some uh, good real estate investing to do. So just want to encourage you to keep moving forward here. All right. Well, let's start with that topic here. Uh, knowing your numbers. I hope you're enjoying our series here. We really want to provide good, solid information that can help you move forward in your real estate investing efforts. So, uh, this one is about an area that is really key. So if you know, if you have any questions, um, on any of the previous shows, um, any topics uh, maybe not that aren't being addressed or you want more detail on things, feel free to write. You know, we we really do uh, read your emails and information that you forward to us. So um, just just so you know, you know, if you've been following along with this series, um, the first episode, you know, we really talked about if real estate is really for you. Hopefully you've decided that that is the case and uh, you're moving forward. The next one, we started getting into the different types of strategies of investing, you know, everything from flipping rental properties, passive syndication, and so forth. Um, There will be links to these previous shows in today's show notes. Um, And uh, if you haven't listened to any of those, it's a real good idea just to get a a little bit of the background. Now it's time to roll up your sleeves and start learning the trade, so to speak. Uh, Today's episode is about knowing your numbers. Now there are lots of numbers you need to know in real estate investing to be truly effective and successful. Everything you will do in real estate investing is based on numbers. The more efficient you are in determining and deciphering numbers, the better deals you'll get involved with. Ultimately, better deals will result in higher profits and more money. Running numbers is much more than knowing how to plug numbers into a calculator. You need to know economic conditions, markets, costs, expenses, projections, and estimations. So there's a lot of different types of numbers we need to know, you know for the full scope of the picture. You don't just look at the property. you got to look at the market. You've got to look at the economy. You've got to look at a lot of other related things. If you overlook even one item, it will have an effect on everything else associated with the deal. So learning what numbers to look for on every deal takes time, but it's the most critical aspect of this business. There are many good spreadsheets and programs that can help you. And, uh, you know, we have a little quick... Uh, analysis tool that you can get on our website, the three-minute property analyzer, and that's free. But there's a lot of others that are go m- much deeper and provide uh, a lot. I think uh, bigger pockets has some great analyzers on it as well. The idea is to get the right numbers. So whatever it takes. Uh, many times an investor will overlook all the expenses involved in a rehab deal, for example. And when they walk away with much less than they anticipated, they're shocked and disappointed. God, I thought I was going to make 30000 on this deal, but didn't. You know They forgot about things like taxes, insurance, utilities, uh, other holding costs that have to be accounted for. Um, you can get a great deal on the buy side and have an end buyer lined up, but in order to know what number to sell for, you need to be accurate with all of your numbers. In order to get comfortable with the numbers, you need to look at every step of the process. If, for example, you're an active investor, start with the property and look at comparable sales or listings. See what the subject property has that ones in the area may not have. Uh, This is an exercise you can practice whether you have deals pending or not. And I really recommend that you just get in there, start digging in and analyzing properties. Uh, Get your spreadsheets, get all the things that you're doing. If you don't have something that will help you, a tool, find that tool and then just start practicing. Look on the, you know, the listings, the MLS and LoopNet places like that, and start practicing your analysis, and then you know having maybe somebody check it, or you can go over the, it again yourself, and to see if you know numbers made sense. So um, that that will really help you down the road. Is just start start practicing out there. Um, then you can start to move into specific areas. For example, um, expenses, which is a huge part um, related to a property. Look at your spreadsheet or program as a guide, but also talk to your realtor or broker and fellow investors who are in the business. Ask questions, a lot of questions about every expense until you know what they are for and if they are justified. And understand how it fits into the bigger picture. Even take a a walk around places like Home Depot or Lowe's or other home improvement stores, get an idea of what things cost. You know, what is a a new sink cost? What is a, you know, a a new faucet, toilet, things like that. Um, And finally, you know, take a close look at seemingly miscellaneous expenses such as commission or closing costs. Um, if you've ever closed on a real estate deal, you know go back and look at your old HUD documents, they call them, the settlement statement that has all the costs involved in closing. And this will have all the costs and expenses uh, from the closing broken down and easy to read. The costs will often come at a shock at the closing if you do not know exactly what they are and how much they cost. You know, And these closing costs and all of the related costs have a a lot to do with what you're going to end up in terms of a profit in the end run, right? Tax, escrows, attorney fees, lender fees, uh, points, insurance costs. um, You know, those can all add up very quickly. Knowing what the numbers are, where they come from, and what they will be moving forward is the backbone of a successful real estate investing business. The best investors know this and constantly look for situations with these numbers in their favor. So let's take a look at some of the common numbers you will need to know. The economy, okay, that's a big one, right? You, you don't have to be an economist first, you know, to understand or at least the basics of what's going on in the economy. But you do need to have a, a, a good, you know, general understanding of the global, national, state and local economies and how they affect your investing the economy is based on supply and demand so it's pretty easy to take a look at the both sides of that coin. understanding that as it pertains to the housing market is most critical so you know you're looking at the housing industry and what what are the key factors of supply and demand affecting that um, it's also important to look at things like um, our supply chain where you know right now we have significant shortages all over the place and it's impacting every industry things like you know computer chips uh, affecting the price of cars you know for sale I mean crazy stuff like that so if for example certain building and construction supplies are limited that could seriously impact your rehab estimates and construction costs I mean it could even double if, if you're not careful and you don't understand, you know, what, what areas are at highest risk. And, and kind of, you know, moving a little bit more down into the micro, then market analysis. If you're trying to figure out where to invest, you need to understand the numbers associated with analyzing markets. I'm always looking for emerging markets because I, I've focused on rental income and that's that's my my particular strategy. And when I buy a rental property, I want to know that first I'll be receiving a healthy cash flow. But I also want to know that I'm getting a property that will increase in value over time so I'm also concerned with equity although my focus my number one priority is cash flow if you don't know what an emerging market is um, I'm going to be including podcast links to shows where I go into more detail on this process now every number I'm going to talk about I'm going to try to have links so you can dig in deeper okay uh, just just so you know going forward here looking at a market's population growth jobs unemployment rate Development activities, planning commission data, info on major companies moving into an area, price to income ratio, price to rent ratio. These are all things that you want to know for the the area that you're going to be investing in. And this is all public data, so you can get that, but you need to know know, how to obtain that information and how to apply it to your, your purchasing strategy for that particular market. Um, Another area is property analysis. And that's where most people I think are familiar is just um, if you're whether you're an active investor or, you know, buying rental properties or a passive investor and maybe you're investing in apartment syndications, you still need to know how to analyze a property. If you're buying an apartment through a passive investment, you want to look at all the numbers. And you can get you know very complicated spreadsheets, but very helpful spreadsheets that can help you to analyze the numbers being presented in the pro forma for that investment if you're going to be investing in it. If you're buying rental properties, you want to be able to understand all of the numbers involved in that purchase. To make sure you're not going to be surprised later down the road and, and realize, oh, my gosh, you know, I didn't calculate that. Um, so some of the key numbers you'll need to know, especially if you're in the in the, in the rental area, is things like property price, rental income, price to rent ratios, cash flow, cap rate, cash on cash return, return on investment, appreciation. These are all numbers that you need to know and to be able to calculate on any property you're looking at. Um, That's, you know, more on sort of the income side, on the expense side and primarily on the monthly expenses. You need to know things like your monthly mortgage payment, property taxes, insurance, HOA fees. Vacancies, legal fees, uh, turnover expenses, property management fees, accounting, travel, and administrative fees, repairs, maintenance, landscaping, lawn—you know—care that kind of thing. Um, and and if it's in the winter area, you know, where you have snow, uh, snow-related uh, expenses, shoveling and salting, and who's going to do that? Um, uh, so you know. Th- that's just, a, again, it's not all of the expenses, but those are some of the primary ones you need to be aware of if you're going to have rental properties. Um, other key numbers to know, as you know, as we look forward, yeah, you're looking at properties, you're analyzing properties, you're analyzing markets, you're looking at the economy. But then there's things that, you know, that that are related to that process. For example, if you're going to finance a property, there's a whole lot of things involved there to, to understand from um, points. And, and what, you know, are they charging too many points for a particular loan you want to get? Um, rates tied to indexes. Sometimes, you know, you have a fixed rate and um, sometimes you'll have a, you know, maybe it'll be a fixed rate for a period and then it'll go to, you um, you know, a more, you know, a rate tied to treasury bonds or something like that. Um, Then there's um, loan to value ratio, which is real key. You need to know that going into a property because you don't, uh, you know, want to go through this whole loan uh, application process and then find out, Oh man, you you didn't even make make that ratio. And, and a lot of lenders have fixed ratios in terms of what the uh, loan to value ratio should be. Um, down payments and how that affects your your purchase and your interest rates, uh, appraisal fees, uh, inspection fees. Um, you know th- those are a lot of things related to the financing side. Understanding closing costs and um, uh, you know that's a, that's a key one. I mentioned that earlier. It's just uh, before you go into the deal, so that when you uh, arrive and you're negotiating on on this price, you're keep taking all that into account, so you you know what your bottom line is going to be. Um, then there's Areas of real estate investing, like for flippers, where they need to know about uh, APV, after repair value. That's a key factor. And if you you have that one off, you, you could totally lose your your profit there. So you have to be able to understand that and everything that goes into it. Renovation costs, carrying costs, etc. cetera. Um, reserves. That's an area that isn't talked about a lot, but that's a key area. You need to have... Good healthy reserves. Now, sometimes the bank requires you, if you have a loan, uh, to have certain number of months of reserves. Should something happen, um, and uh, during COVID, you know they they bump those numbers up quite a bit, or at least the number of months. Um, that, but if you have, let's say, if you're investing in C-class properties, you need to have a healthy reserve. There's a lot of things you may not anticipate that that are going to fail. You you could lose, you know, an air conditioning unit, and that could kill your profit for the next year, uh, maybe longer. It just depends on, on you know, how sophisticated your air conditioning is. But but it's you know, things like that that you have to anticipate. Roofs, you know, they are big high expense items and hot water heaters and things like that. Um, now, I know I'm spending a lot of time on the rental property numbers, but that really is the, the most popular form of real estate investing. So um, and that's also the one I know the best. Once you get your numbers and you're comfortable with the numbers, there's something that you uh, is is, you know, sort of a key thing. It's called the back of the envelope analysis, and um, this is what you know. A couple of investors will sit down and do. Maybe you've got somebody that wants to fund your project, and you're sitting down in a restaurant, and you literally you have an envelope or you have a napkin, and you're writing out numbers. Okay, and making decisions quickly is sometimes important because, you know, you're buying good deals um, and it's a numbers game. You've got to act quick if you're going to get this great deal, Um, you know. I think again. You know, I talked about um, practicing, and if if you're practicing analyzing properties, and you've got a good feel of the the key numbers here, um, you'll understand this what we call the back of the envelope analysis. Uh, uh, Coach uh, Chad Carson, who was on a guest on our show, has this great, uh, you know, this great approach on on how to how to how to come together for the back of the envelope uh, numbers that you need to make a good decision what you're basically looking at you know in this kind of this kind of an analysis of a property is to income and equity um, with income you're going to look at factors like the gross rent multiplier which i mentioned a little bit earlier um, there's also something called the one percent rule the rent should be one percent of the purchase price of the property uh, or two percent it, it, you know there's and some people say, I don't follow any of those rules, doesn't apply in my area. Um, but it's it's been a safe one for me. I, I, I like it. And I think that a lot of buyers look for that too. So if you're going to sell your properties. Cap rate, um, really key uh, for your properties, especially as you get into commercial properties. Uh, NOI, your net operating income, another important one. Uh, the 50% rule, as it applies to expenses, uh, sometimes, it, in fact, the analyzer that we have on our website, the free one, um, uses the 50% rule for quick estimates of what expenses will be as you're factoring out and looking at 50 apartments that are 15 different properties at a time and it's a just it's a good rule of thumb Um, again you know there's a lot of reasons why that might not apply depending on the situation and the type of property also uh, net income after financing which is another key point to have on the income side now when you look at equity um, equity equals value minus mortgage balance equals equity, okay? (laughs) So um, here's sort of the back of the envelope analysis process in a nutshell, okay? You find a potential property to evaluate. Study current market rates and current operating expenses, or for a quick analysis, you know, use the 50% rule, like I had mentioned. Create a snapshot of the property's income by calculating the gross rent multiplier, the 1% rule, cap rate, Net income after financing, cash on cash return. Okay, then you study the comparable sales in order to estimate the current value or the after repair value of that property. So they have to look at at what other homes are selling for. Um, Then you create a snapshot of equity by calculating the current equity. That'd be the full value minus debt balance. Uh, and the future equity, full value minus future debt balance. And that's, and that's it in a nutshell, five steps. And, and the steps will be in the show notes. You can take a look at them uh, up closer. Um, if you don't know what some of these things are, like cash on cash return or a cap rate, um, you'll be able to click on links that will lead you to a, a better explanation of those things. So that is basically uh, it. Um, you know, because of time limitations, I obviously couldn't go into each um, v- ratio and give you the the formulas for those, the rules of thumb, etc. But. Uh, I I think that's a good overview, and if you want to dig deeper, um, I invite you to do that. For example, if you aren't familiar with cap rates, there will be a, a link there to a show or an article or both that explains what cap rates are, why they're important, how to calculate them, and how to apply them in your property analysis. If all these numbers and acronyms sound like alphabet soup, remember, you don't need to use every single ratio or metric. Focus on the ones most relevant to your investing goals. Most of all, remember, your calculations are only as good as the numbers you plug into them. Do your homework, like I said. Practice, practice, practice. Get properties and, and start, you know, start trying to analyze those properties, um, and get accurate figures for expenses like repair costs or vacancy costs, and revenue figures like ARV or market rent. When evaluating a potential investment, your job is to get a well-rounded sense of its returns. Don't stop at simplistic numbers like GRM, You know, a gross rent multiplier. Go deeper to calculate monthly cash flow and cash on cash return. That'll give you a good number. Now, if you're sitting now with a potential investor, they also want to know that you know your numbers and you know what those numbers mean. So it helps you if you're looking at using OPM, otherwise known as other people's money, in your investment investments. Well, that's it for now. Please note, Old Dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at dogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. And you're going to look for the episode entitled, Knowing Your Numbers. Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward. And may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.